on the latest episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry. I'm delighted to be joined by Professor Anne-Marie O'Dwyer, chatting all things the psychiatry of cancer. I want to say that it's very common to be very distressed, to have a very prominent psychological response to cancer, that they are not alone that lots of other people feel in that way and that it's important for them to have information. Information is power, but it has to be the right information. As ever, we're available on all podcast platforms. This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919, 1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. This is an Irish independent podcast. Please be advised that today's podcast contains content that some listeners may find distressing. Today on the Indo Daily, the GA manager Nicola Gallagher and the domestic abuse allegations. Earlier this month, Nicola Gallagher wrote a Facebook post detailing serious domestic abuse she allegedly suffered at the hands of her former husband and GA manager, Rory Gallagher. The accusations related to a period of more than two decades. And in the post, she claimed that she has spent years staying silent about her difficult relationship with her husband. She talked about how she had to try to block it all out and turn to alcohol as a result. Rory, who managed Ulster champions Derry, has since resigned. There was some political pressure in that uh, Derry-based MLA was asking for him to step down. So I think just because of the reaction, because the story and it was building all the time uh, and the outrage was building all the time, he probably felt he had no choice but to, to step aside. I'm Fiona Sheehan, and today on the Indo Daily, I'm joined by Sunday Independent journalist Rodney Edwards, who has spoken to Nicola and her family about the allegations and how they tried to bring this issue to the attention of the GAA. Rodney, can you start out by telling me, who is Rory Gallagher? Rory Gallagher was born in County Fermanagh in a village called Balik, which is right on the border with Donegal. He had a long career as a Gaelic footballer, which took him across Fermanagh, Antrim, Cavan and Dublin. And he ended his time as a player in Belfast around 2010 before entering coaching uh, that year. He worked with Donegal as they went on to win their first All-Ireland title in 2012. And he then took on the manager's role when Jim McGuinness left two years later. He then went on to manage his native Fermanagh guiding them to an Ulster final defeat in 2018. And he left the following year and joined Derry, where he was the manager until last week. Rory and Nicola were married for several years, but separated in September 2019. They have three children together, and recently Rory was given custody of the children. 
Yeah, so very well-known figure in, in GA circles, particularly in Ulster, but has a national profile as well on foot of his, both his playing and coaching days. Yes, yes, very well known across the island. Um, he also um, would would coach lots of young teams as well. So there would be quite a big following and he would have um, considerable following across uh, both sides of the border. Tell us then, what has Nicola Gallagher alleged? On May the 9th, Nicola shared a post on her Facebook page which contained serious domestic abuse allegations against her former husband. Now, the accusations related to a period of more than two decades. And in the post, she claimed that she has spent years staying silent about her difficult relationship with her husband. She talked about how she had to try to block it all out and turn to alcohol as a result. And what was the reaction to these posts, I suppose, publicly and politically, as fair to say? Well, it was widespread outrage at the claims and I think the detail in which Nicola went into when she made those claims shocked a lot of people. It led to much discussion and lots of support for Nicola across the island and then of course the discussion turned to whether Rory would be on the sideline for the Ulster final and as it turned out he wasn't. He he stepped aside 48 hours before and I think it's important to point out also that on the foot of these allegations Rory released a statement and in that statement he said that the allegations had been investigated and dealt with by the relative authorities. He said, our marriage broke down over four years ago. Those closest to our family are aware of the reasons for the breakdown of our marriage and the continued issues we have faced since that time. My focus over the past four years has been to protect our children from the ongoing turmoil in our family. Yeah, and he did refer to the authorities dealing uh, with this case. It subsequently turned out that the PSNI had investigated this matter. Rory was arrested in 2021, but was not charged in relation to the physical abuse claims. The Police Service of Northern Ireland has confirmed that it investigated claims of domestic abuse and two files were passed to the Public Prosecution Service in January and June of last year. But it was deemed that there was insufficient evidence to proceed. Yeah, so you'd have to say there was particular focus, I suppose, on Rory Gallagher ahead of the the Ulster final that Derry were playing in uh, that weekend, Derry versus Armagh. He ended up effectively stepping back from uh, his role as manager in advance of that game. Rory Gallagher has stepped down as Derry Senior Football Manager. The County Board confirmed this news last night. He did step back from his role last week following some serious allegations made against him. Yeah, he stepped aside just two days before uh, the game and there was lots of reaction before then, of course, as to what he might do. Um, You know, was he going to turn up? There was some political pressure in that a Derry-based MLA was asking for him to step down. Um, So I think just because of the reaction, because the story was building all the time uh, and the outrage was building all the time, he probably felt he had no choice but to to step aside for that period. Now, you met with Nicola Gallagher and her family at her home. What can you tell me about meeting with her and, and talking to her about why she decided to go public on all this now? 
Yeah, well, I first met Nicola and her family more than a year ago. So I've, you know, had the bit of a relationship with the family and and with her. Um, and I suppose the Nicola that I saw for that interview was was, was very different to the, to, to the one that I had been um, speaking with before in that she was now in a place where she felt that she needed to say something about these claims, um, that she felt very... Uh, strong and and almost emboldened by the reaction that her post had received so when we met you know i I saw someone who um who was determined to have their say you know she spoke very gently she spoke very clearly very softly she sat on a a sofa her mother yvonne was on one side her father jerry was on the other the only time she got emotional was when she spoke of the love uh, for her children and how much she misses them. And during the two-hour interview, she repeated some of the claims she had made in that Facebook post. She talked about a very unhappy, unpleasant marriage. She said she wanted to share her experience to get it off my chest. She said posting the claims was her last resort, that she was humbled by the reaction. And I asked her, one of the first questions I asked her was, if you hadn't written that Facebook post, what would have happened? And her response was, I would be dead, 100%. I needed to do it. It was my last resort. So she was crystal clear that she needed to, to go public at the time. She also spoke to you about the, the the problems that she herself has had. Yeah, she spoke about her use of alcohol. She said that the issues that she was experiencing in her marriage, the, you know, those claims that she made, um, pushed her into using alcohol and, and, and consuming alcohol. And she accepted that. Um, but she also uh, talked about her recovery. You know, she's in recovery now and uh, didn't shy away from the fact that this has obviously been an issue for her. Yeah, and and, and at the heart of this, uh, one will recall as well that there are three children who is everybody's primary concern. What about the the, the timing uh, of of her intervention uh, at a time when Rory Gallagher was very much high profile ahead of the Ulster final? Did, did she address that issue and has it been commented upon? Yeah, I asked her if there was a, a link with her uh, her posting the, the the message and 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 going public, if you like, on those claims, because as you say, it it coincided with a, a, a that Ulster final, uh, which. Rory was going to be integral to and she said no Uh, she said she just reached a point where she had to say something she said that she didn't post it out of revenge she didn't post it so that he would lose his job she wanted to do it because she wanted to not only as she said get off her chest but she wanted to to help others and she thought that if she raised these issues it would help other women and men and you know what we have seen actually in terms of the reaction to that Facebook post and the interview in the Sunday Independent is this huge um, reaction to, to the issue of domestic abuse and you know it's being discussed now not just Nicola's story and those claims but the issue of domestic abuse is being discussed in pretty much every home every workplace every sports ground you know I'm I'm speaking to you from from Fermanagh and the um, the local newspaper, the Impartial Reporter, which I used to work for, uh, has a very interesting column in it by its former editor, 
Denzel McDaniel. And in that column, he articulates the view held by many, particularly in the, particularly in the border region, that the GA have been found wanting on this issue, you know, by the way in which that it has been dealt with uh, by, by the organisation. And he made the point that one family's anguish now pulls back the curtain on the wider issues that he says should shame all of society. So no matter what way you look at this, Nicholas' story has sparked debate and discussion on domestic abuse right across the island of Ireland. Now, the Ulster football final was played uh, last week uh, in Clonus. Uh, Derry, Rory Gallagher's team winning uh, on penalties. But there was a development in terms of his status as manager subsequent to the game. Yeah, so he he resigned um, and uh, the IGA released a very short statement announcing this. And that, it would appear, seems to be the end of his career with, with Derry GA. And, you know, there's now question marks over what it means for his future career in sport. Aside from the statement he issued uh, initially in response to Nicola's allegations uh, almost 10 days ago now, there's been no subsequent comment really from Rory Gallagher on this matter, has there? No, uh, Rory has been keeping a low profile um, and hasn't said uh, anything other than uh, the statement that he made initially. Right, and Nicola Gallagher and her family say that these allegations were made known to Derry GA at county board level. What exactly happened there? Well, we now know that her father, Jerry Rooney, sent five emails in total containing the allegations to Derry GA between April and July last year. But at no point did he get a response from Derry GA. So these were detailed emails uh, outlining the allegations. And where, where did he send them to? And what are Derry GA saying in response? Mr. Rooney sent the emails to the main email address that was the, the point of contact on the Derry GA website. And within those emails, he made lots of allegations around domestic abuse and Rory Gallagher. He asked for a response, he asked for, for these issues to be investigated, but he didn't get a reply. So Derry GA initially blamed a defunct email address for not picking up the correspondence. And in the past week, they conducted an internal audit, which was carried out at the behest of GA headquarters in Dublin. And they discovered that the email address that was listed on the Derry GA website was in fact deactivated weeks before the first of Mr. Rooney's five emails was sent. But as I soon learned, the email address was still listed on its official website as its primary point of contact last week. It was then removed a few days ago. So it's now been confirmed that uh, the Gallagher family made efforts to contact Derry GA. Whatever about Derry GA are saying about the communications breakdown then, what about now? What are Derry GA saying now and have they made contact with the family? Yes, they have made contact with Mr. Rooney, who has now resent each of his five complaints to them and the family await a, a more comprehensive response than they have been given so far. What about Fermanagh GA, where Rory Gallagher was, was previously the manager? Yes, well, in her interview with the Sunday Independent, Nicola claimed the GA knew about all of this 100% is what she said. She said the county boards of Fermanagh and Derry knew 
because we told them. There were senior members of the GA who knew what was going on. There are incidents that took place at GA events. It was a well-known fact. And in a separate statement, a spokeswoman for Fermanagh GA, which Rory, as you say, previously managed, said, we can state that Fermanagh GA has never received any official complaints. Rodney, how damaging is this incident for the GA? I mean, the organisation puts itself forward as the backbone of the community. The word community features through all of its communications. Their sloganeering is all about where we all belong. And yet you have allegations like this. Well, as Denzel McDaniel writes, how many other institutions, official or not, put the corporate image of their organisation ahead of being more caring, more open, more transparent, and then, of course, fail in the process with disastrous PR. And since Nicola's story broke, since she had the courage to come forward to us, I've received dozens of messages from readers across Ireland, north and south. Many of them are within GA clubs, some are within county boards, but all of them love the sport. However, they have expressed to me their discontent at how this has been handled, and they have raised a number of issues they too are having with the GEA. And I am sure others listening to this will be in touch with me as well. And of course, they are very welcome to do so in the strictest of confidence. Because institutions like the GEA should be held to account, just like any other organisation. Rory Gallagher has formerly and officially resigned now as Derry Manager. What do you think Nicola and her family want at this point? Well, Nicola, as we know, has made a number of very serious allegations. And those allegations must be investigated. And they should be investigated by police forces on either side of the border. So quite simply, in her eyes, Nicola wants justice. And, you know, she must be admired for using this moment to raise the issue of domestic abuse in a bid to help other women and men. And I think that's what she wants to achieve also. She wants to be able to talk about this particular issue and she wants, in her mind, to help others. And how do you think she's doing now uh, from your contacts with her as all this is out there? I think she feels very emboldened by the response and the reaction across Ireland. I think the fact that she herself has sparked this debate and discussion um, is, is helping her. You know, and I think in the last week or so, we've seen other organisations taking these issues seriously. You know, she's been um, contacted by both the PSNI and Gardaí because both PSNI and Gardaí want to speak to her. So she feels very emboldened and she feels, I think, very optimistic that she will be able to continue in her pledge for justice. And my thanks to Rodney Edwards for joining me today. I'm Fiannon Sheen and today's episode was produced by Tabitha Monaghan and Mary Carroll, researched by Sorsha Mulgrew with sound by Gavin Hennessy. Archive clips from RTE, Official GAA, Derry Journal, GAA Allianz National League and Independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review. If you've been affected by today's episode, you can check out a list of helplines at independent.ie forward slash helplines.